McShane Bible Study Day, was it 282 and 283? And uh, we're starting in 1 Kings, chapters 12 and 13. And so we have uh, Rehoboam is the uh, king, all, you know, while well, he's the son of Solomon. So all of Israel gathers at Shechem to make him king. Meanwhile, Jer Jeroboam, who is the one that prophet had spoken to, said, you're going to be king of the ten tribes uh, who had fled to Egypt because Solomon wanted to kill him, um, comes back, and he's actually uh, willing to follow Rehoboam. Mm -hmm. he, he and the people say, look, your, your father was a, a harsh taskmaster. If you lighten up, we'll all follow you. And then he goes to the, the old men who had given counsel to Solomon for years and they give him wise counsel right mm -hmm. if he had followed the wise counsel of his elders mm -hmm. he would be king of all Israel mm -hmm. but instead he listens and this is this happens a lot with younger guys when you start when you go through puberty and you get older you, men particularly but it happens to women too um you get, you know, you start a lot of testosterone surging through your body. You get filled up with a lot of pride. But this guy was 40 years old. He had gone through puberty a long time ago. Right, right. But I'm, I'm just saying it happens. That's when it starts happening, I would say. Well, the pride of life is in everybody, right? But mm -hmm. um, it's... It, so, yeah, you're right. He absolutely should have, could have, if he's 40 years old, he absolutely should have had the wisdom to follow the wisdom of the older guys, right? Mm -hmm. But the younger guys were like, ah, now is our chance for power, mm -hmm. right? And so now is our chance to show what we're all about. And so he listens to his hanger-on friends mm -hmm. instead of the wise counsel of the elders. Mm -hmm. And he rebukes the people. Mm -hmm. And they revolt from him, Right? And so, he, it was foolishness on his part, right? Mm -hmm. But it wasn't completely foolish because at first he says, okay, well, we're going to go to war with them, right? Mm -hmm. Because they make uh, Jeroboam their king, and he's, he's uh, and they killed he, Rehoboam. I don't know if he didn't know that or he was just kind of ignoring that fact, but he sent his slave master to go gather uh, workers and they killed his slave master. And uh, so he's like, all right, we're going to go to war with him. That's an act of war. And then the Lord speaks through, I guess, a prophet and says, no, this is of God. Don't go to war with him. And he, there's a little bit of godliness in him, right? He says, okay. He, he sets down his pride. That's a, that's a major point of pride for a king to lose most of his kingdom. Mm -hmm. Right? And... And once the man of God says, no, this is from the Lord, he actually submits himself to the Lord and says, okay, we won't go to war with them. Mm -hmm. Right? And, um, and then, so then the story turns to Jeroboam, and Jeroboam Turns is, out to be a really <clears throat> bad king. Yeah. Now, he's foolish. He had had a word from the Lord. Mm -hmm. A lot of people f forget when the Lord speaks. Because the Lord works over many years, many centuries, many millennia, right? Mm -hmm. um, and 
he doesn't forget what he says. Mm-hmm. But we can get caught up in the day-to-day. If we live a worldly life, mm-hmm. if we live a fleshly life, we get caught up in our day-to-day things, and we forget what the Lord said a year ago. Mm-hmm. In this case, it's probably multiple years. And, and so he says, man... If the people still go down to Jerusalem, to the temple of Solomon, to worship, they're going to start following Solomon's son. So I'm going to create golden calves for them to worship. Mm -hmm. Which is a direct rebuke to the Lord who made him king. Mm -hmm. Right? So, turns out, he just, you know, again, he's all about his own pride. Uh Building his own kingdom, right? So a man of God comes, the Lord sends him. He says, he, he tells him exactly. He says, there's going to be a king named Josiah. He's going to burn the bones of your family on this altar that you've made. And so Jeroboam wants to kill him, but then his hand shrivels up. So then, he, whoa, okay. You know, all these things should, he should repent and turn to God at any of these points, right? But he doesn't. And uh, But he does want his hand healed. So he begs the man of God to heal him. He does. man of God walks back. And then there's a, another man, a prophet. Again, we just had a long conversation about there being no correlation between spiritual gifts and spiritual maturity. That is something that's not well understood in the church. People think because, because they have some spiritual gift, because they prophecy, because they... Um, pray for healings or miracles or they see in the spirit or they discern spirits or they can interpret you know whatever spiritual gift as if that equates with maturity mm-hmm. you can see very clearly here that does not equate to maturity mm-hmm. um, that's not well understood in the church today there's too many people being too impressed with spiritual gifts i love spiritual gifts they're wonderful The Lord's done many through me in my life. I'm sure he'll do many more. But I'm not waiting around worrying about spiritual gifts. Mm -hmm. Um, Many people are. And then, but if you bring this up to them, they'll say, oh yeah, no, 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 I'm not all about spiritual gifts. But you look at their life. What do they seek after? What do they they value as important? Mm -hmm. Um, So the old prophet uh, and his sons, they lie to this man of God and say, oh, the Lord told me you're supposed to come have dinner with me because he wants to hang out with a man of God who just did the amazing thing, standing up to the king. And uh, the man of God is foolish and he doesn't remember what the Lord told him. And he just believes this other you know, prophet must be honest. Mm-hmm. You can understand that, right? He's, he's, he just assumes, well, okay, maybe there's something new because the Lord does sometimes speak some, a new word, a new direction, right? Mm-hmm. But he didn't trust what the Lord said to him, and he trusted this other random prophet was speaking the truth, and he was a liar. So the word of God does come to the liar when they're sitting at the dinner table and says, oh, now you're going to die. And then, long story short, lion kills him, he dies, they go and they, uh, they bury him. And Jeroboam did not turn away from his evil and uh, that's the end of that chapter. We are finishing Philippians chapters 3 and 4. And just trying to point out different things than we did last time we went through this. Um, although some of the things, you know, rejoice in the Lord. 
It's always good. Well, he himself says, repeating this is no trouble to me, right? <laughs> because, hey, this is, this is huge. If you simply rejoice in the Lord and all you do every day, things will go well with you, mm -hmm. right? Um, he says, we who worship by the Spirit of God and glory in Christ Jesus and put no confidence in the flesh are the ones who are truly following God. We're the true people of God. When we follow his spirit, when we glory in God and Jesus, and we don't have confidence in who we are in the flesh. He goes on to give his resume, and he says, verse 7, but whatever gain I had, I counted as loss, right? Nine, and he and be found in him. Like he wants, I want my life to be found in him, in Christ. Not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law. In other words, there's nothing good in me just because I follow, like, the Lord or I do good things that I'm, you know, I don't do things I'm not supposed to do. Those are, those are all religion. Now, uh, do they go along with how we should live when we're following the Lord? Uh -huh. Yes. But are, are we righteous because of those things? No. No. We're righteous because we have faith in Christ. And we're continually looking to put our life in him, right? But that which comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God that depends on faith. That, so every, faith is everything. Faith is how we enter the kingdom. See that? Mm -hmm. That I may know him in the power of his resurrection and may share in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death. So I'm fully willing to die to this life, to give up my own ways. We talked about this last night, Callum. Not putting ourselves above others. Mm -hmm. Right? But willing to give up our own pleasure, our own ways for, for God's better way. Right? And may share in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death. 11, that by any means possible, I may attain the resurrection from the dead. This is the way in which we receive eternal life while we're living here and now. Mm -hmm. Right? <clears throat> 13 says, brothers, I do not consider that I've made it my own. In other words, I have not yet achieved the fullness of God's plan for me, for us. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. but that doesn't stop me from realizing this is God's plan and pushing forward towards it. Right? Mm -hmm. He says, I have a taste of it. I've entered into part of it, but there's still more. Mm -hmm. Okay? But I'm not going to say, well, this can't be true because I haven't experienced all of it. I'm going to push mm -hmm. on for more. Right? Mm -hmm. He says in the next sentence, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind... In other words, I'm going to forget any way I might have fallen short in the past. And mm -hmm. straining forward to what lies ahead. I'm going to push forward mm -hmm. to the fullness that God has. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> okay, what's the next chapter? Four. Uh, verse six, starting in five. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything. So don't get worried. Don't get anxious about anything in this world, anything in our life, anything in our relations with others, anything in our interactions with others, 
Don't worry. Right? Mm-hmm. Don't worry about anything. Don't be anxious about anything. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. So be thankful to the Lord and, and pray. If there's something that you see that needs to go in a different direction, pray to the Lord. But don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Right? And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and your minds in Christ Jesus. Right? Mm-hmm. As we live in this way, seeking the Lord, following the Lord, making prayer and supplication to the Lord, mm-hmm. but being willing to uh, take whatever may come. Mm-hmm. We have the peace of God because we are His. And He is all-powerful and all-loving. Mm-hmm. Right? What could possibly hurt us? Um, I think that's all I have for that. Moving on to Ezekiel 42 and 43. Um, He's continuing to measure this temple that he's being shown in the vision, right? Mm -hmm. As we talked about, this is a picture of God's end time church, right? So does that mean if you took all the people... Does that mean if you took all the people of God uh, and you measured them, they would have those measurements? I don't mean to say it's exactly ex- exactly the same. I, I would say, as I said the other day, there's going to be a lot of things in here that if you took the time to really seek the Lord, that you would get understanding with a lot of these measurements of, of kind of what they mean or, or the different things the design um you know we're we're not doing that right now but um i i highlighted a couple things um verse 14 when the priests enter the holy place they shall not go out of it into the outer court without laying their garments in which they minister for these are holy they shall put on other garments before they go near to that which is for the people if we want to come in to the presence of the lord the holy of holies it takes clean garments, right? That's mm-hmm. a picture of us making our lives mm-hmm. holy and righteous. How do we mm-hmm. make our lives holy and righteous? By giving him our entire lives, right? Uh-huh. That, that's it. We just read uh, in what we're reading, Philippians. Um, it, it's not from what we do or don't do. Mm-hmm. It's from having faith, entering in faith, and, and being willing to daily die to ourselves in our old life, in our own ways, our old ways, mm-hmm. and be remade like him, right? Mm-hmm. Then we can enter the Holy of Holies. Verse 20 says, he measured it on the four sides. It had a wall around it, 500 cubits long and 500 cubits broad to make a separation between the holy and the common. So, again, we have to realize there, there is a separation and seek the holy, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, verse, I mean, sorry, chapter 43, the glory fills the temple, right? This is pretty cool. Verse 3, and the vision I saw was just like the vision that I had seen when he came to destroy the city. So he's seen a vision of the glory of God coming, right? Mm-hmm. It's the same vision, it's the same same glory of God that had destroyed the city previously. 
that destroyed like the people, right? It's the same God. You have many people in the church today wanting to make the um, the uh, okay, I don't remember what I was talking about. Um, uh, maybe I should pause this. Ah, I remember. So there, there's many people today that want to act like it, the, the God of the Old Testament that judges people and th- this sort of thing. That's that's the Old Testament. The new God is just fluffy and nice and wants to just bless us in our fleshly, worldly lives because he loves us. Mm-hmm. Well, they ignore the New Testament. They're just talking about the parts of the New Testament that they like. Um, but they also ignore... Um, the fact that the people of God have always thought that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. It's nothing new. Um, but here he's saying very clearly, it's the same God that, the same glory of God that judged the old way and the old people and brought destruction on them is the same God that's now bringing his, his glory into this new temple, right? Mm-hmm. So God will fulfill his purpose through a people that are willing to do, to live his way. And he actually says that. So let's go on. Four. No, maybe not four yet. Three. And the vision I saw was just like the vision that I'd seen when he came to destroy the city. And just like the vision that I had seen by the Chibar Canal. And I fell on my face as the glory of the Lord entered the temple by the gate facing east the Spirit lifted me up and brought me into the inner court, and behold, the glory of the Lord filled the temple. 7. And he said to me, Son of man, this is the place of my throne and the place of the soles of my feet, where I will dwell in the midst of the people of Israel forever. So he says, I will be in my people forever. They will be my people. I will be their God. Right? It's always been the promise of God. He, he's again repeating this. And the house of Israel shall no more defile my holy name. He said, these people, where I dwell with them forever, they, will no, no, they won't defile my name, mm-hmm. right? They will live my way, not the way of the world, not the way mm-hmm. of the ruler of this world, the ruler of the flesh, Satan. Um, uh, da, 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 where was I? Midst of the people of Israel forever, and the house of Israel shall no more defile my holy name, neither they nor their kings, by their whoring and by their dead bodies of their kings at their high places, by setting their threshold by my threshold and their doorposts beside my doorposts, with only a wall between me and them. They have defiled my holy name by their abomination. So he says, the way of man is to want to mix our own ways with God's ways. That's mm-hmm. the way of the flesh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to follow God. And I also mm-hmm. want these other ways. Mm-hmm. You see it all the time. Mm-hmm. God say, no, leave those other ways. Die to those other ways. Mm-hmm. Choose me in my way and I will bless you. Right? Mm-hmm. But people always say, yeah, yeah, I want that. But then they continue to live in mixture. Mm-hmm. Right? And so... And we even saw that in Jeroboam, right? Jeroboam wasn't yet following, according to what we just read, he wasn't following the Baals or the Asterisks or whatever. Mm-hmm. He wasn't saying, I don't want to follow God. Mm-hmm. He was just saying, 
I don't want to do it God's way. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to set up these golden calves and these altars, other places, so that, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't fully understand the whole golden calf thing, why they keep building golden calves. Um, but he didn't name them, as far as it's written, he didn't name these. This is a new God named Calf. You know, um, I, I don't, I don't fully understand that. Why, why the golden calf thing? But he could have picked other gods by name, that the pe- people would be aware of the countries around them who they mm-hmm. said that they uh, worshipped. But he hadn't named another god at this point. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't. So he still wants to claim God. Mm-hmm. He just wants it to be in his own way, right? Mm-hmm. God. That's been the history of people forever. God yeah. says, I want a people who are willing to die to the old way mm-hmm. and live in my way, right? They have defiled my holy name by their abominations that they have committed, so I have consumed them in my anger. Now let them put away their whorings and the dead bodies of their kings far from me, and I will dwell in their midst forever. So he says, if they commit to living in my way, Mm-hmm. And they forget the traditions of the dead kings, of the old ways mm-hmm. that didn't represent me. Mm-hmm. Then I will bless them. I will live in their midst forever. Verse 12 says, this is the law of the temple, the whole territory on top of the mountain. So we talk about Mount, Mount Zion a lot, coming to the mm-hmm. peak, right? Not allowing ourselves to camp out at the base. Mm-hmm. Coming all the way into the full presence of God, the Holy of Holies. He's making that connection too. All around shall be most holy. Behold, this is the law of the temple. And then he goes into describing the altar, which we won't get into. Finishing up in Psalm 33 and 34. uh, You know, again, trying to pick different verses so I can see which verses I highlighted last time. Uh, Verse 5 and 6. He loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of the steadfast love of the Lord. By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made, and by the breath of his mouth, all their host. So, I just like that it kind of reminds me of what we're talking about in Philippians. Just just live in joy. Mm -hmm. The Lord is good. Everything is in his hands. Mm -hmm. And if we commit ourselves to him, then that is righteousness. That is justice. And that's Mm -hmm. what the Lord loves, right? Mm-hmm. And the earth is full of his love. Verse 8, let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. That's a spreading thing. As we are in awe of the Lord, it will spread. Eventually, all the darkness will be pulled back. And everyone will be stand in awe of the Lord. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, verse, uh, Psalm 34 Verse 18, the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Just remind me again of the Sermon of the Mount. And verse 20 reminds me of Jesus on the cross. He he keeps all his bones, not one of them is broken. Right? They broke the bones of the two beside him, but not his. Right? Mm -hmm. Which is also similar to uh, what is said about the lamb, the sacrificial lamb in the in the Torah. Right? Books books of Moses. All right, that's all I have. You have anything else? No. God bless you. God bless you.